So are you separated or divorced? And is it feeling like pretty much the hardest thing in the world? Yeah, I know, honey. When I was going through mine, I wished there had been a guide to walk me through the grieving and assessing and praying and healing. So I created one. Heartbreak to Hope is my three-month companion that covers things like your childhood, defining and accepting your current reality, talking about rejection and loneliness, forgiveness, and taking care of yourself and your children through this transition. Heartbreak to Hope is now pay what you can afford, and you can now receive it either through weekly email content or as a one-time PDF. So there's never been a better time to take the step. Let's get your healing journey started today. Check the show notes for how to sign up. Hey, sweet ones. Welcome back to the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that we have a God who walks us through the hard times. Today, I am very excited to bring to you two of my favorite people in the world, my husband, Buzz, and my daughter, Sarah. And we are going to be talking about blended families. So Sarah, Buzz, welcome. And thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Mom. Hello. Good to be here. All right. So we are going to just be kind of sharing some probably potentially raw, um, authentic thoughts on bringing a blended family together. So just some background for those of you who don't know our story. Um, Buzz and I have been married for seven and a half years. We dated for a little under a year before we got married. Uh, My kiddos, Sarah and Jack, were mid to late teens when we started dating and Richards were, I want to say between 13 and I'm going to say 20. I'm sure I'm getting that wrong. But anyway, when we started dating and now they are all between um, 21 and 31. So we've had this seven to eight year stretch of coming together as a family. And um, though we're in a solid place now. It didn't always start that way. Um, so I'm going to let you guys talk. I don't really have specific questions because we're doing this kind of spur of the moment. We all happen to be together. Okay. So which one of you would like to start with sharing thoughts on maybe how you felt when first meeting each other or I'm going to let you guys go. I can go ahead. I can start. Um, I don't really remember meeting you. I just remember <laughs> you being around. Um, I remember that this isn't quite helpful. I remember that your wedding, I remember that when you told me about your wedding, you were trying to decide which event in my high school career to <laughs> to overshadow that is how I I know you were not going between the two but I remember you saying it was either my high school prom or my high school graduation and I thought how about neither and I so I do not remember that at all I can't <laughs> imagine for one second 
getting married on your graduation day. There's no way. No, I would so have. you got married on my senior prom I night. I did get married on your senior prom yes. night. Yes, and I asked for compensation financially for a and date. We did. Yes, you. We paid for you guys to go out to a pretty nice, a place. nice date in exchange because you owe me. That yes, much. I felt terrible. Um, I remember that as part of your union. I remember, and this is something I've talked about with people who. I've discussed our dynamic as the three of us or the four of us was that you guys got married right before I graduated high school. And then we were only together for a summer before I went mm -hmm. to college. And so I didn't get to see as much of your dynamic yeah. being married, living together. Then Jack did because he was with you guys another year and a half and got to see you guys be together. So I would come home for breaks or holidays or something weekends and just it felt very new and kind of foreign to not know what to expect because I didn't know what you guys were what your dynamic looked like right so I remember that yeah yeah any specific questions or anything else <clears throat> um I, I would add that um through the dating process and meeting Sarah and Jack it was um it was like meeting whole other people you don't know like what they grew up with what their beliefs were um we dated a lot but coming into a married or a, a, a family already intact it was um I, I would say looking back it was a little difficult as um as we navigated through sarah and jack and my beliefs of like parenting mm -hmm we're on a changing point of what I was taught as a kid and what I grew up as a parent. I had a lot of um, good parenting skills, but I found out I had a lot of bad things that mm -hmm. I didn't understand. And it's still coming through now as like, oh, I did that as a dad. What was I thinking? Mm -hmm. So with, like I said, with Sarah and Jack, I was trying to shape them to the way I was taught, which was not all not all good there was a lot of bad in it but um it was it was it was tougher than people think like you don't um, realize when you marry a woman with two kids and you're marrying into three people and you take on that responsibility people think that everything's going to be always easy and and that's that's not that's tv that's not the real life so mm -hmm. yeah I just have a lot of um, good memories, mostly than bad with that. I remember doing events with Sarah and Jack and going to like his basketball games. Mm -hmm. and we went to the Brian Regan thing and stuff like that. And I tried to, I tried to correct anything that I did that I felt that I did wrong. So that's where I was at when I, we mm -hmm. were through the dating. Yeah. Yeah. Mom reminded me a lot during the process of you guys being newly married that um, you had come from a hard place and that you were moving into our home and our dynamic and that it was just as like messy of a transition for us to invite someone into our home as it was for you to come into this place. And so I think when I felt frustrated, I would very easily lose that perspective and choose not to think about like, well, this is hard for him too. Like, well, it's hard for me. And so I know mom did her best to mediate that between, at least for me, maybe Jack, of how to 
how to manage that that dynamic of you moving in and what that looks like, especially because I wasn't living here and didn't see much of it. Yeah. It can be hard to know. One of the things they talk about in, in recovery is um, the concept of relational triangles. And I was really trying to work on um, the point being that two adults are supposed to have their own one-on-one -on -one relationship. And though, you know, you and Jack being late teens weren't quite adults, but there was a lot of me inserting myself as mediator. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, he probably didn't mean it this way. Like I would try to soften things or she no. didn't, no, no, no. Or, you know, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I, but I was, um, I felt an almost constant pull. Mm -hmm. Um, it was so stressful. I had so much anxiety. It was so much more difficult than I would have predicted mm -hmm. um, to blend a family. And um, even something, and I want to be really careful. I mean, we're trying to be honest and um, vulnerable. I also want to make sure I don't hurt anyone's feelings. But one of the things that came to my mind was um, I, I remember that I would use the word traditions. Hmm. when talking with Buzz about, well, like, that's what the kids and I always, like, these mm -hmm. were our traditions. These were our holiday traditions. Like, they've just been through a divorce. I don't want to take any traditions away. And yeah. then I'm not thinking how much that could, without trying at all, sure. just not even what the actual traditions were, but just the fact that the three of us had this culture. And then I'm trying to, like, get him to just go along with all of it, just be okay with all of it without realizing, oh, this means that A, he's missing out on whatever traditions he had mm -hmm. with his original unit, um, the pain that that would be kind of triggering for him. So I, I would kind of like try to soften it. Well, I'll stop using the word traditions. And are there any things that you used to do that you want to add to us? Yeah. And that's not even counting the fact that, you know, we haven't even really talked about that you had three of your own and your two older ones were like already out of the house. So it's not like, um, you know, a lot of them coming over and everything, but you know, we had Emily for weekends and things like that and trying to incorporate what was without her feeling left out. It was, Oh my word. There were mm -hmm. so many layers. I remember telling my mentor, especially on weekends when, um, Plus also keeping in mind that Buzz did not live with us for the first year and a half. Mm, I so forgot about that. Weird. Yeah. So he would come home from the weekend the same time you would come home from the weekend. That was really And we have Emily every other weekend. So, and Jack was home because he hadn't gone to college yet. And I remember talking to my mentor and I'm like, I walk into the room, I see all four of them. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, which I never saw the movie Terminator, but I felt like I had Terminator. <laughs> I would use this for it, like Terminator vision yeah. that I would have to, I would try to scan each one of the four of you. How are each one of them emotionally? What do I need to give them? How do I make them all feel equally loved mm -hmm. right now in this moment for the next 48 hours? And I couldn't there. I couldn't read your minds. Mm -hmm. I couldn't like fix it and soften it. The honestly, the only thing that really helped me was, early on in our marriage, I read somewhere that it takes about seven years for a blended family to start feeling like a normal family, mm -hmm. whatever quote unquote normal is. And so back then I thought, okay, I, I can't make this happen. Mm -hmm. And I remember Sarah, you even saying to me once, like, 
you're trying to make us this Insta family and you mm -hmm. need to stop. And I'm yeah. like, you're right. I was trying to force these moments mm -hmm. to be like all of a sudden magical. Yeah. 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 One of the things I remember is having a conversation with mom about something that I think you two had talked about that I may have, I don't know if I overheard or I don't know, but I remember specifically the dynamic between you and me at the beginning was pretty rough because we were both fighting for mom. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard because I knew I was on my way out mm -hmm. and you were on your way in. And it felt very tough to balance. Like I wanted my mom and I wanted to spend time with her, but you were also new to the picture and I had had her the last 20 years, but I didn't want that to negate any time that I could be with her or feeling like I had to schedule time with her because you'd be home and she wanted to be with you when she, when you got home. And I remember that being very difficult to kind of manage mm -hmm. that, those emotions of like, I want my mom and being an adult and being on my way out, but knowing, yeah, that was just hard. It was awful. Yeah. I remember that day. That was a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think um, for me, with the traditions, like you said, I went from a 23-year marriage and whatever traditions we had or Christmas or Easter or family together, I think I felt like maybe I, I lost that. And the way I look at it now, that Christmas of whatever year that was is the year that me and my ex got into like a fight right before Christmas. I was at work and we were talk tech or texting back and forth. And I got really mad and I don't, I think I went home and we, we fought and I didn't go down for um, Christmas morning and I was mad all day. I didn't open presents and that kind of um, broke her, her at that point. Mm -hmm. Like this is it. Mm -hmm. And that was her preparation for the next couple of months of the divorce proceedings that I didn't know were set in motion. Mm -hmm. So, so that was your last Christmas together. That was, was that my one? last Christmas and the bad thing. It was, a, it was a bad Christmas. Yeah. So now I associate not trying to, but Christmas for me yeah. is a hurtful thing. Yeah. So, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but, sorry. but um, just the whole dynamic of going from one family, traditions, Christmas, like I said, and then throwing in a new marriage, a new area. Yeah. I was um, overwhelmed Yeah. with like losing and gaining and, mm -hmm. and then like winning and, or not gaining a house and losing a house and yeah. new family, new friends. And I think I was in like a whirlwind and, mm -hmm. And I never spoke about emotions. I know a lot of guys probably won't. And I've gotten to the point where I'll speak up and say what I'm feeling. And I couldn't back then. I just would sit and me and her wouldn't talk for days. I would just get up and go to work and mm -hmm. not even say hi, love you, see you later, any of that. So all that hurt, anger, guilt was all carried into the new relationship, although I had reconciled with what I'd done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's tough when you meet, especially of this age. I mean, 
Sarah was probably 17, 18, mm -hmm. and Jack mm -hmm. was 16. Yeah. You guys have already you guys have already lived pretty much a long life and had yeah. your own little things that you had with mom and whatever you had with your dad and so yeah people people out there wanting to remarry or go into a new relationship you have to think about all the dynamics of that mm -hmm. yeah the like the fun exciting courtship can kind of um, maybe overshadow the reality of yes. once the wedding and you move in together oh, that's right. There's all these other people mm -hmm. and we really need to be thinking about their feelings. And yeah. I, one of the things that I royally messed up on. So while on one hand, I'm trying to do this Insta family thing mm -hmm. and get everyone to just love each other um, and to get along and get together as much as possible. Um, I remember our first, so every year from Sarah being born, we did fall family photos and um, I kept that quote unquote tradition after um, my divorce. And so there were, you know, say, what is that? Four falls where it was the three of us. Mm -hmm. um, and then Buzz and I get married in May and fall rolls around and I'm not even thinking. And I have a friend come and take our pictures, the four of us. And I'm all all i'm thinking really is like uh, i don't even know what i was thinking other than like the picture is complete like mm. uh, healing and sweet things mm. and all of that i didn't even cross my mind what this would feel like for the other three children that were yours to see this family with their dad just like inserted into it mm -hmm. and if i recall i did kind of wake up a little bit and i didn't post like our foursome anywhere on social media mm -hmm. but i mean i took them down like they're in our closet somewhere and i kind of was like oh what no it's either all of us or it's none of us mm -hmm. i can't just be thrilled for my kids and me that mm -hmm. we have like this man in our lives now yeah and so that was just this I just felt like there were a lot of blind spot, blind spots that I was mm -hmm. missing things left and right. But yeah. Yeah. One of the things I think I had a hard time adjusting with was that you buzz were entering our home. And I think I had this expectation that as the adult, you needed to accommodate and like get onto our page instead of mm -hmm. how can we mm -hmm. open this environment? Like how can we make this easier of a transition for you? I think I got stuck on like, you're the adult. Mm. you need to like like not like get on like like do things the yeah. way we do right. and I didn't even mean it that way but just like because he's older he should mm -hmm. like you're the healthier one or you should be able to go like do this easier and mm -hmm. mom and I would talk about how like you had your own pain from your family and that this was not an easy transition for you and to be mindful of that but I think it was bumpy it was definitely bumpy in the beginning to do that and I would get frustrated like why can't he just accommodate not thinking about the fact that you're moving into our home and into a new neighborhood established family the three of us this has been our safe place for years and yeah you coming into that mm -hmm. and then also trying to figure out your intentions as parent or my mom's husband and that mm -hmm. balance of like mm -hmm. are you here to be 
my dad because I don't want a dad. Mom has <laughs> mom has taken on the role of parent mm-hmm. so well. I was like, I don't need any replacement for that. You're just here for her. Mm-hmm. You are just my mom's husband, my stepdad. Like figuring out our relationship and what that looked like. I remember us going to family counseling, the three of us, mm-hmm. for I think one session. Mm-hmm. And they recommended that you and I go out for a meal and like get to know each other a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just that that whole dynamic of us figuring out like, who are you in relation to mom and how close is she and who will she be spending time with? And constantly, I feel like fighting over mom and who would get to spend time with her Mm -hmm. and not wanting you to be a dad because I'd already been burned by a dad. Mm -hmm. And so I have seen so many times that you've redeemed like fatherly, Mm -hmm. uh, things, tasks, I don't know, through, I mean, like there are times we've like, I remember we go to the movies and you're like, here's 20 bucks for popcorn. And I'm like, my dad would never do that. Or (laughs) just little things like that, that I didn't get growing up that you have, I don't know. I don't know if you realize it, but it's been really healing for me to have those moments. And I know that you're not trying to push yourself or insert yourself as like, I am your new dad, Mm -hmm. but you're here for my mom and you're here to take care of her. And you also serve the purpose of being a fatherly role for us. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still figuring out mm. what that looks like, especially as an adult and meeting you as we're both adults mm-hmm. has been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so unless you guys have more to say about the past, do we want to talk just a little bit like how we feel things uh, are seven, eight years in? Is it steadier um do you guys feel like you can talk a little bit more honestly about things um does it feel a little bit more natural still rough thoughts was you said you read a study once it takes seven years for a blended family to to kind of feel like a normal family and, and we're and at that mark. We're right at that yeah. i would say though just a little caveat is that buzz's three kids live an hour and a half to two and a half hours away. So I kind of took that to mean like the family where all of the kiddos are living together mm-hmm. under one roof with the, you know, the mm-hmm. new parents. Yeah. And so I want to say that then it probably is longer for our situation mm-hmm. that, I mean, we, it took us, it was year six before all of us were at a holiday together. Oh yeah. I mean, that's huge. Um, yeah. Easter of last year where we finally have a family photo with all now all the kids had met. I don't, I don't want to paint a picture that, you know, they were like, Oh, you're, Oh, you're my sister after six years. But it was the first time that we all got together simply because of distance. Mm -hmm. Um, so that can probably for sure make it because what it can feel like to me is like we gain ground and then six months will go by and it's almost <laughs> like we're kind of maybe starting over again a little right. bit. Um, but my view is we are at the steadiest we've ever been. Mm-hmm. Obviously, hopefully moving forward, it's just a matter of everyone getting to know each other more yeah. and it feeling more natural. Um, but I know my anxiety has mm-hmm. changed drastically in the past couple of years, yeah. which is huge. But mm-hmm. that's just me. So. 
Yeah. Talk on that. Yeah. yeah. I think it helped that we are not helped. I think it would have been very different if we were all living under one roof. But I think by the time you guys met and established your life together, married, living together, Jack was the only one living with you guys. The other, your kids were gone. I mean, they were on their own living. And so I think that, I don't want to use the word helped. I think it just made the transition a bit easier that it wasn't a bunch of kids under one roof trying to navigate this, but only having, it felt like you were the only new person coming in and not like here are all my children that are coming into mm -hmm. the dynamic felt different. Mm -hmm. um, I still think like on family vacations, it still sometimes feels like, okay, we're all getting together. Everybody be nice. Everybody like each other. And we all do get along. Yeah. I do like all of them, but I think I still wrestle with like, are your, as my parents, are your intentions, like, we want you all to be best buddies for a week and get along, or are mm -hmm. you just, like, we're gathering, mm -hmm. do what you want? I know you guys have both adjusted your expectations of, like, we, you don't have to come to things or just come to whatever you want, mm -hmm. and so it's still interesting to figure out the dynamic of, like, what do we do on vacations? Like, if we're all sitting in the living room mm -hmm. on our phones, I'm like, this is dumb, <laughs> like, we could just be at home and not do, that. but, like, why are we here, and you guys want us to be hanging out, and so how to do that without it feeling forced, but it doesn't feel forced, but we're all together. Yeah. So I think there's still, even as an adult, I'm still balancing that mm -hmm. piece Yeah. with big family gatherings. Like this is my stepbrother. This is my stepsister. This is their wife. These are their kids. Like, how do I, like, I'm, we're all acquaintances and friends and we chat, but part of me is like, how, I guess, what do you guys want out of that? And do I have to lean into that because you want it? Or should I do this organically because I want to have a relationship with them? Mm -hmm. Right. Something yeah. like that. I think our hopes is just to get everybody under one roof and yeah. and soak it in and hope yeah. that it goes well yeah. and just see everybody at one time. Yeah. And we hope that there's enough activities and enough love and things going on that kind of makes the parents' um, heart a little happier. Mm -hmm. I guess <laughs> I didn't really think about it, that it really, when it comes down to it, that is, it's probably for us. It is. It's probably for mom and dad to be able to just kind of be like, they're all together. Yeah. Even if not like all, you know, nine or 10 of you sitting around right. having this deep conversation. It's just mm -hmm. like, we, they're all, there's something about um, not just holidays, but just in general being empty nesters of like, we don't know the next time we're going to see our kids right. or whatever. Um, and so literally just to be in any of our children's presence does something for mm -hmm. us, but to have them all at the same time, it's mm -hmm. like, ah, like we can't yeah. even believe it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think also like the sitting around with your phones, that could be whether you're step half full right. brother, sister anyway, right. on any yeah. vacation. So I also have to remind myself of that when I'm trying to like create this, whatever picture in my head and thinking, well, it's not just blended. Mm -hmm. Like any family would say, yeah. oh, holidays are the worst. Or, you know, we have such weird expectations or yeah. family vacations. I remember two summers ago, we we're standing outside the restaurant. We were getting, we were grabbing dinner. It was in Michigan. And I think everyone was kind of just standing around like on their phones. And I'm, I was feeling a little like pit in my stomach. Like, why aren't they chatting? And I heard another mom say to her husband, I can't believe none of them are talking. Oh. We are, I, two of them want to go home now. I'm going to send them home. That's fine. You and I will go have dinner and have a good time. And I mean, I felt horrible for her, but I'm also like, 
it's not just us. No. Like there's another family on vacation in, in Michigan, planned it for a year. And the parents are like having this powwow of, oh, <laughs> like they're yeah. not. So it's every family. Yeah. So that's even something that I love that I feel like we're starting to have these every family kind of mm-hmm. issues as opposed to just blended family kind of issues. Yeah. Well, we're coming together after a year of probably doing the same thing. Yeah. And maybe once or twice a year we'll be together as a group. And mm-hmm. yeah. we don't know each other that intimately. Yeah. So it's hard to go and yeah. like, it's not like your best friend. Right. You guys are in sync. You go, you go to the movies, you go shopping. Mm-hmm. You're coming together with a, with a new brother or new sister. And right. Like, Oh, what do they want? What would they like to do? So I've just, even, oh, yeah. just navigate your way through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've even heard, don't refer to a family vacation as a vacation. It's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a visit. It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Okay. We're already kind of getting close to the end. Do you guys have like any, final thoughts you'd like to say I just appreciate hearing that that is your perception of family gatherings I've never heard that before and I feel like it takes a lot of pressure and weight off of me to like put on this face Hmm. come ready not not perform but like Mm -hmm. be ready to socialize with people instead I can I feel like I can just be more just be relaxed just be there present yeah. And it's also, I feel like it's a gift to our kids of a little bit of time away. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think we'll put on no like strings attached or something. Yeah. Just come and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Don't yeah. do what you don't want to do, whatever. Yeah. Which I try to say each time. You do. I think my texts are so long. I'm sure they're like, oh, here comes another I'm skimming one. for where it says the date of when we're meeting. <laughs> yeah. Time. Okay. Anything uh, else as I. I want to add that I want to tell Sarah, thank you for taking. Um, I just had thoughts of her and Emily being upstairs when she was over. Uh, and yeah. She accepted Emily in pretty fast. Yeah. Because Emily's pretty shy. And I hope that helped Emily. Yeah. With her life. Mm-hmm. We would hear you guys giggling upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't even care what they're talking about. I can't believe this. <laughs> We're like, she's getting her to talk. And this is the sweetest thing in the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And I would say real quick, um, I've had good interactions with Sarah and Jack mm-hmm. and hearing John talk a little bit about our past is mm. something maybe we should get on a podcast. Mm, for sure. So we could do that. For just, sure. I'm just thankful for all the kids. Yes. Me too. Grateful for you guys. Thank you guys for being on the show today. Thanks. That was great. Uh, we could probably do another one. There probably is more to say, but okay, sweet ones. All that to say, no matter the state of your relationships or blended family or whatever, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God. And he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone till next time. So, so much love.